Welcome to the Wisdom Lifestyle Money Show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham. The goal of the show is to show you how you can grow personally, financially, have a larger net worth, and leverage your largest asset to help you develop the person you want to be. I take you through all the steps I did from being nothing to being told that I was nobody and I was never going to accomplish anything, from getting kicked out of high school to owning a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio in my own company with more than 20 employees. You'll meet our partners, you'll meet our friends, you'll quickly discover how you can improve your life. So listen in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to today's show. I've got a really special guest today and she's doing big things in the community to help out. Her name is Roxy. Some of you might know her as Roxy the Realtor. She's been a real estate agent in Windsor Drastics for quite some time now. So welcome to the show, Roxy. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. I'm so glad you're here today. So I'm curious, how did it start? Could you tell me with your childhood? Because I know you do a lot with people in the community, but can you tell me about your childhood and did it stem from there or where did you grow? Start there. I, do you know what? I think it was more when I was a teenager. Every girl loves to shop. I was a crazy couponer. I would collect coupons, go buy things super cheap and then donate them to different places. Okay. That's awesome. So what gave you that idea to just pop in your head or? I think everybody always needs a little bit of help sometime and we never know um, if we're going to be that person. Grew up in the UK, right? I did. What gave it away? I don't know. Definitely <laughs> the accent for sure. But uh, no, that's awesome. So what part of UK? I'm from Cambridge in the UK. Okay. So the East. That's awesome. And then how did you get here? How did that? I, I followed my family. Okay. This not, I would love to give you like some amazing story yeah. of this craziness, but I literally, my, my parents and my brother and sister moved over and after telling them for six years, I'm never, ever going to move, I did. And then you did? Thanks. <laughs> and then do you ever miss it? Do you know what? I wasn't missing it because I was going back like every summer for three weeks with my children, having an amazing time. Obviously with COVID now, I really miss yeah. it. It's been two years, over two years since yeah. I've been home. And I really miss home now, especially because of everything that's so different about there with how yeah. they've dealt with COVID and everything like that. Yeah, it's that mindset too, when you know like you can't do something, you want to do it more. So Sorry. I hear you. No, I have family that was from the UK as well, but I've never been myself. It's just that's when I did a 23andMe test and they said my whole heritage is from the UK. So. I'm from the UK too. So you need to go visit. There you go. There you go. No, that's great. So then you moved here. How old were you when you moved here? Um, I was 25. Okay, perfect. And then, so when you moved here, did you start helping people in the community right away or how did that kind of? I still did the same thing. So transferred over, couponed here like crazy, would okay. donate food and toiletries. And then when I had my children, it became so apparent to me that there were other children that were just not as blessed as mine, like mine, we're 15 minutes down the street, but they didn't have a winter coat or my girlfriend was a teacher and she would have snacks for these kids that would turn up with no food, didn't have breakfast. So I would help her a lot at her school, do Christmas for her class, like we'd get them all a gift, do them a pizza party, that sort of thing. Just because every child, just as every child deserves to have a nice Christmas or a gift. I agree. Yeah, that, that's where it started when I had my girls. And so they've foregone birthday parties every year so that we take that money and we go buy Christmas gifts for a specific family. Okay. So we've been doing that for a long time. And then when COVID hit, my girlfriend messaged me and asked me if I wanted to be involved in something with her. I co-admin a Facebook group, Caremongering Windsor Essex. Okay. 
So that goes, there was so much fear mongering. So we set up care mongering, how to love on your community, let love be your loudest voice. And that's not us caring for every single person in the community. It's bringing the community together and having people care for one another. And that's what's been so amazing is to watch the community in Windsor, like somebody will be searching for something. And there was a time where you couldn't get flour or yeast or toilet rolls. And then they would go to their door and 10 people would have delivered a whole bunch of stuff. That's awesome. So it's, and I think that's just been huge for myself and my partner at work, Sean. We've taken that last year as a brokerage. We did a big thing with collecting hats and gloves and scarves for the community. And we donated those to the homeless. And then this year we're doing something a little bit different. That's so rewarding too. We've done a lot of good stuff for people in the community as well. And it's really cool when you help out someone and they're not anticipating it and to see how excited they are. And I think that kind of makes it worth everything. Do you have an experience like that where you really helped that one child or one person and it just made their world? I think to be honest, like the mom, most years, like I leave and I cry because they're crying. They're like so grateful that I take, we take the list of the toys and the things that, that their child wants. We get everything on that and then we get them a winter coat. And it's just such a relief as a parent. I can, you do worry about your children and you don't want them to be different for, from any other child and you want them to have an amazing Christmas. And of course, like keeping them warm and coats and things like that and food come first. Yep. They also deserve to have the toys and have the Christmas that every other child has as well. And we see we're all, I'm sure, guilty of it at some point being totally over extravagant with our children. And even me this yep. year, my children are like, we don't know what we want to put on our Christmas list because that we know we have so much. It's the world that we live in. So just to, yeah, I, I often leave in tears uh, just thinking, at least we've given them like this one, one great Christmas and hopefully they can build on it. And I do keep in contact with, with the families and yep. throughout the year and check in and make sure that they're doing okay. And that's awesome. No, that's cool. Now for your kids, do you bring them in? Do they help you to deliver these? So they packages? have done on occasion. Yeah. It's great for them to see and, yep. and to see other children. And yeah, they'll go in and play with the other kids as well. Yep. And you know, like I said, they forgo their, they're foregone their birthday parties. So we yep. go out together and we do all the gift wrapping and everything like that. No, oh, that's awesome. I remember there was this event called the Hamilton Basket Brigade. So they got addresses secretly of people that needed help. And I brought my daughter. So she, I think she was around four. And what you do is you get in this gym. It's like a church gym and you fill up all these baskets. And what we did is we fed all these families that, that needed like a Christmas dinner. So I helped them do that. My daughter came, I donated some money. But the cool thing that I didn't realize that happened from that is so to this day now, whenever she sees somebody that needs help, like someone on the street looking for money or whatever, she has that passion to help now because she's been there. She saw everybody helping and contributing. And now she wants to be a part of it too. So it really, if you do with your kids, I think it's so important because they get that desire to help others. Definitely. So it's really cool. Down. Yeah. Yep. No, that's awesome. Now, I know you're helping a lot of communities and you, you've got the group. You mentioned the group. How does somebody like 
look up that group or join that group where you can help others? How do they find that? Sure. So that is on Facebook. If you search Caremongering Windsor Essex, okay. it will just pop up. And yeah, if you can, can join on there and uh, see, I think we have, I think there's 3,600 members. So I don't that's think awesome. that's too bad. Yeah. And it's still, we're not as active as we were like during COVID when we were all at home. Sheena and I would do a live every week, check yep. in on everybody. The group is still there. There are still people posting things and even like different events or how to help different toy drives or whatever's going on right now or if somebody's somebody's basement flooded and they don't have a Christmas tree right now people donate Christmas trees and decorations just different things like that right now so that's awesome so just to reiterate so then if someone's in need will you guys put the request in there and then people can help out is that how it works yeah we can put the request in if they want to do it anonymously they can post themselves okay we we just tell people we just to keep it short and sweet okay. and, uh, and people have been turning up, so. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. So we're going to take a quick pause, but when we come back, Roxy's going to go into the latest and greatest that they're doing to help out in the Windsor-Essex community and how you can be a part of it. Okay, welcome back to the show. During the break, Roxy and I were just chatting, and I discovered that you were actually quite a big helper of the June 27th miracle. So tell me about that. Through our caremongering group, we do have people that are in need. So we would go and we... Obviously, we're advertising it as well. So, so we got on board. There were people that would um, do the marketing and advertising on social media, but also going to collect all the um, items, all the donations. I took my children out. They would argue on the way who was going to pick up what from what house. Neither of them could carry anything, but yeah. <laughs> I had to get out and help. So we would go and we would take everything, drop it all off at like the warehouse, and then we would go back out and do the same again, like when my car was full. After that, it was doing volunteering time to go and sort. Yep. And then, then helping out our caremongers. A lot of the people that needed the help and didn't have a car and relied on public transport. So the first year, like there really wasn't a lot of public transport. And I'm sure you can imagine like carrying a whole bunch of groceries on the yep. bus is, is difficult as well. So I would go and pick up like what for one family at a time. And it was just amazing to see like how much the community really came together. Like June 27th, I think is something that everyone's always going to remember that first year when we were all home and to see how giving yeah. people were. And I was surprised because a lot of people were losing their jobs. Yeah. You hear people losing their homes. And then you have the biggest, yeah. pretty much can drive like donation we broke, events. We broke records yeah. like, compared to other places as well, which was amazing. Yep. It took weeks and weeks to get those warehouses sorted and to get all the food out. That was what was so nice. Each family had a plentiful. There was so much food that they had and it helped them for a long time. That's awesome. That's so cool. No, I'm glad you're part of it. We, not us directly, but through some of our sponsors for past events that we've done, they donated and we pretty much filled the van as well. So we filled the van and dropped it off. And so it's really cool to be able to do that and help others. That's awesome. So I'm really excited now to just talk about what you guys are doing right now, because it's almost Christmas time and there's families and children that COVID's still here. There's still you know bad things going on and they might not have the Christmas that they deserve. So what are you guys doing now to change that? So this year we did throw around a whole bunch of ideas, but at the heart of it, both Sean and I have children and we think that every child deserves to have an amazing Christmas. 
And there are things that we can control in life and there are things that we can't. And we decided to do a toy drive and donate everything to Hiatus House for the children that are living there. And it's going really well. That's awesome. So what kind of toys are you guys collecting? So we're just collecting small toys. We wanted to make it affordable for everybody to help out. We actually have put together an Amazon wish list with toys from $5 to $25. And we also have gone out ourselves. We went to Walmart the other day, had so much fun playing with all the toys, choosing some. So we got two big carts full to donate as well. So that was... That's awesome. That's awesome. So what are you guys missing? What are you still collecting right now that maybe you're missing? So we still have the Amazon wish list, which is a great way to be able to donate. You can just go on to the wish list, choose an item, and it will get delivered direct to us. I think my neighbors think that I have some crazy Amazon obsession (laughs) because every night I've come home and there have been boxes everywhere. My neighbor opposite actually had to come and rescue all the boxes because it was raining one day and I was at work. So she's like, I managed to get everything in just one trip. So so there's that way. And we're taking donations at the Keller Williams Realty Office on Dougal as well. So if you wanted to donate, bring something there. And Sean and I also, obviously we're realtors, we're out driving around all the time. So we can always come and pick something up if there's something that you would like to donate. But I think my next thing, I had called Hiatus House yesterday and arranged a drop off. But then I was thinking, what about wrapping paper and tapes? So I think that's probably going to be the next thing that I might put in search of out there to see okay. if anyone's got any tape and wrapping paper just so the mums can wrap yeah. everything up and the kids can have that surprise at Christmas. That's awesome. No, that's a great idea. And then, so you mentioned the Amazon list. So yeah. how do I find this list? So if you go onto either of Sean or mine Facebook page, we've got Sean LeBlanc Real Estate Team or Roxy the Realtor, and it will be on there. Perfect. That's awesome. I know there's a, quite a few things on there, a lot of selection. What if, what happens if the Amazon list gets completely sold? What happens at that point to help continue and get more stuff? So the Amazon list actually is open. I okay. thought about leaving it closed and then I thought, well, somebody wants to add something maybe that's special to them or I know my children are absolutely obsessed with LOL dolls. Yeah. So they wanted to add LOL dolls onto the wish list and that's something that we purchased and so they could bring to the office that way there might be something that means that is meaningful to you that you can add okay that's so cool so you can add whatever you want i like that no that's perfect oh that's great so anybody looking to help look at the the two facebook pages there and then also drop anything off at the keller williams office so if we just bring something there people are going to know that's for your drive oh absolutely okay yeah it's perfect yeah my office is stuffed full of toys right now so yeah No, that's incredible. I love it. So I'm going to be donating right as soon as we're done this this radio show here. I'm going to purchase a bunch of stuff on Amazon. I encourage you guys to as well if you have funds available. I know things can be tight around the holidays as well, but there are kids in need. And I guess just one last question for you. What's next? So we got this going on. What do you want to do next to help out the community? Do you know, Sean and I discussed doing like a couple of things a year. So I think we want to do something big at Easter as well. Okay. Everything right now, like I said, I've got my two little girls. So a lot of things are children oriented because of them. I want them to be involved and I want them to see what's going on. And I think, like you said earlier, I think it's, it's important. Yep. 
it trickles down. It does. If you can show them these things when they're younger, they'll remember and then they'll take that with them and then they'll be more like that and they'll want to help out and do good things. So I, I think it's awesome. So thanks so much, Roxy. I'm glad you're here and helping out our community. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. If you're serious about real estate investing and you want to take it to the next level with the least amount of time and mistakes, then you're going to want to sign up for our real estate investor hub. Visit CanadianRealEstateNetwork.com and hit the blue button or banner that says free investor resources. Inside, you'll have access to real estate investing courses, networking opportunities, webinars featuring industry professionals, as well as dedicated chat channels to share and get access to unique properties. I look forward to seeing you there.